Hello dear friends, it's Carly and welcome. Welcome back. Welcome if you're new. Hello. It's so good to have you here. I love our presence in this space. I have started many an episode with that thought of just simple gratitude for even having this outlet and this technology to connect with like-minded spirits all over the world. So I am so grateful that you are here. I am so grateful that I am here and it's bound to be another good episode. I mean, you know, why would it not be? The coffee is hot and full and I am literally tucked into my bed. My dogs are both laying on the bed. It's, you know, noon. Um, I've been up all day and this is where I felt like being. So this is where I came and bead. (laughs) So yeah, it's all good. It's, it's a very good relaxed energy that I am in this morning. And in general, that's, that's where I'm feeling based on the last two days of building that I have done that has been so satisfying and so delicious to get to watch it all unfold like one piece at a time and the awareness to unfold and the way it all just always, always, always comes together in divine timing of like the culmination points that my goodness, like they happen all the time of the ways that so many different things come together. And this is a season for that. I mean, here we are with the sun in Capricorn. So we have like extra emphasis uh, for these few weeks. And then also the moon is, I think, no longer in Capricorn at this point, but we did just have a new moon in Capricorn on January 2nd. So I'm making this on the 4th. So that energy is still active for even like four or five more days. And really new moon energies take about six months to come to fruition. Like the things that we set in motion during this time of like January 2nd to the 8th are going to play out and build and grow over the next six months leading up to the Capricorn full moon, which will take place, um, I believe at the end of July, I'd have to double check, but off the top of my head, that's probably pretty close during cancer season for sure. So it's really a lot more than just the energy of this time, um, that's at play with Capricorn because we have, Venus doing a retrograde, which only happens every year and a half. So that's going on right now. Also in Capricorn, Venus is very much our value system and what do we think is important. And all of these different pieces of figuring out like who we are, what's valuable to us, what do we deem to be important and necessary. And we've been going through this simplification process of like really narrowing in on our own personal truth. And in this current season with all of this energy in Capricorn, it's like the universe is, is giving us every ounce of what we need right now for 
building something that now aligns with the clarity of who you now know yourself to be, who you have, you know, you've released the limiting beliefs, you've released the things that were holding you back, you know, look, especially right now at the new year, it's always a good time to think, where was I 12 months ago, um, this time last year, and it's so crazy how you can like basically collapse the time down in your mind. And it's like, I cannot believe that that person who I was, that was only 12 months ago, how different life was, you know, especially in these crazy times of 2020 and 2021. Um, and basically 2022, it's like, to some extent, we're only now just beginning the evolutionary energies of like what all of this turmoil has really been for like remember life doesn't happen to us it happens for us so like why why did we have a covid pandemic for now almost into the third year like why is this happening for us well it is shaking the foundations of every structure that exists on this planet and we get to see which ones fall down we get to see like which ones are still standing after and there will be no going back to the old that is never going to happen there's only ever going forwards so all of these changes that are happening of structures that are falling apart it is all for us it is for the highest good of all that is and that is a really exciting thought that this season especially this like you know capricorn season where it's extra illuminated these energies it is a time of deciding like okay based on everything that is different based on who i am right now today how do i want to spend my energy on a daily basis what is it that i'm trying to create what's the point what is the improvement that I'm trying to deliver to the world, the value that my legacy that I'm trying to deliver to the world, what's worth my time? And anything that's not worth our time, it's getting harder and harder to do. The more you do it, probably the more resistance you're going to find on that path. But the sooner we let go of the things that we don't want to do, and we only gravitate towards the things that feel truly valuable to us. And like, this is worthwhile. This is really worth my time. I feel like I get something out of this, like on a soul level. That's where we're lining up with. That is the new structure that we're here to build now that life is so different you know, there's so many people in my orbit who are at this transitory time in their life, at like this huge transition, this fork in the road where you have all these options, limitless, literally options of what you could do next. And that's so exciting. Like I get that it can be a little overwhelming, but it is so exciting. And this is such a good season for thinking about some of these themes of like, what is truly important to me? At the end of the day, what really matters? And I've talked a lot about money lately. It's just such an easy example. Lots of people are attached to lots of things. So like, don't think that money's like the only thing. You could substitute anything like status at your job, your personal possessions, like relationships, your significant other, your kids. Like if you're attached to something and then it has power over you and that is a dynamic where as these foundations are being shaken through these transits that we've had these last couple of years, we're seeing like, how well is that really working for you? 
like that attachment that you have, like, are you creating a rougher ride for yourself than it needs to be? Are you tired of how hard it is? Are you ready for life to be easier? Because it absolutely can be. It just requires letting go of those attachments, which, you know, when some people, they're like, okay, yeah, never mind. I'm tuning out. Like, I can't do that. I have to stay attached. Like, I can't just give up on my kids or my spouse or my job or my whatever. Like, I can't do that. They're not ready. You're not ready. That's okay. Like, that's, that's no, no big deal. Because this all just happens on a sliding scale. We give up one thing that's standing in our way at a time. And let me guarantee you, there are lots of things where you're standing in your own way. I speak from personal experience. It's not about like, you know, if there's something that comes to mind that like, yeah, I need to let go of that, or I am attached to it, I know that. And then we're talking about letting go and it brings up severe anxiety, then that's not the right piece to work with right now. Like that piece isn't ready to be let go of. Like you're still attached to it for a reason. There's something that it's teaching you. There's a contribution that it's helping you to make to the collective. That experience is worthwhile. If you can't let go, don't, don't paddle upstream and like beat yourself up because you can't let go. It's like realizing that there'll always be something more to let go of. So if you're not ready for whatever it is, then don't sweat it and pick something that's easier. Pick something that's leaning less far outside your comfort zone. You know, like letting go is more like more than I, this is my own personal opinion, but I think like more than people are afraid to let go, they're more afraid of the unknown. They're more afraid of like not knowing who I am, you know, like who am I? Like I've been attached to my kids for 20 years and now I'm going to let go of that attachment, but that also means that like my identity is no longer mother. My identity is human. And now I have no idea who I am. And it's that unknown, I think, that people are more scared of. And again, this Capricorn season has the energy to help us get clear on what is it that you want to build, aka like what is valuable to you? Who are you as a soul in this planet, in this time? We all chose to come forward and be a part of the world right now. Like if you believe even a little bit in divine timing, that's not a big leap that we all chose to be here. We chose this life. We chose to be alive at this time. This year, there are two once in a lifetime transits that are taking place, um, meaning planets linking up in the sky in a certain way. And one of them hasn't happened for 166 years. And one of them hasn't happened for like 250 years. So both of them are happening this year within just a few months of each other. And if that doesn't scream turning point energies for the collective, like yeah, maybe you're listening to the wrong show. Like if you don't hear it that way. So yeah, it's exciting. It's so exciting to think about like once in a lifetime energies are present with us right now. And as these foundations of life are being shaken and things are falling apart and errors and gaps and inefficiencies are being highlighted 
we have a choice. We have a choice as far as which way do we want to focus ourselves. We always have that choice of which way do we want to focus ourselves. And personally, and again, this is this is me speaking from my personal beliefs and my personal choices as far as how to line up in my life inside my vessel. And for each person, they'll all get to decide. You'll all get to personally take in my version and decide if it makes sense to you or not. And based on that information and everything else you're soaking up in your life, how do you want to show up in your life? That is always a very personal decision. That's like our masterpiece as human beings is like, who are you? <laughs> who are you on a daily basis? And like, what are you doing? Like, I, I use that mantra a lot. My life is my masterpiece. I'm, you know, more than any canvas or paper or video or anything like my life, my energy is my masterpiece. My, the energy that I've sculpted within myself, within this vessel, that's my masterpiece. And that's what's most important to me. So for me, speaking personally, like what's most important to me is that I feel good inside myself, that I feel at ease and peaceful and connected to source energy, connected to infinite intelligence, connected to the perspective that honors that we are all connected as one large soul. We are all the same. We are all part of one whole. Every, every single being on this planet, every speck of life down to a single cell is a reflection of your own consciousness. We are so connected. We are never separate except for inside of our own minds. We separate ourselves through the thoughts that we choose to think and it all boils down to those thoughts our thoughts our precious life-giving thoughts the thoughts we hold in our mind are our reality there's a tiny time delay which is a beautiful mechanism inside of law of attraction that is hugely beneficial to us because most of the things that we think we don't actually want and time <laughs> with our thoughts let us see more clearly what is it that we truly want and guiding our thoughts forward using our thoughts as the manifestation tools they were always intended to be that's a practice that I think as far as what I can see, I will likely practice for the rest of my life. We can always be better at like being the master of our thoughts instead of the other way around. Our thoughts are everything. They are, and it, they are 100% possible to learn how to control. By default, some of us are better at controlling our thoughts than others. Um, some of us are more receptive to outside influences. And actually, I'd say the majority of us, like when you think about from a human design perspective, 70% of people have an undefined head. That means that you're open to the thought energy of other beings. When you have a defined head, then you are generating your own thought energy, period. 
So if it doesn't feel good inside your mind, like, shit, man, like you kind of got yourself to blame. And if you have an undefined head and it doesn't feel good inside your mind, then you need to get away from whatever mental energy you're soaking up because it's not working for you, period. Get away from it. Let it go. And let it be that simple. If you have an undefined head, which I do, if you don't like the way it feels inside yourself, then you are you're exposing your thoughts, your mind to the wrong stimulus. And it is that simple. When you focus on happy things, then you're happy. And when you focus on terrifying, fear-filled, catastrophic, the worst case scenario, angry at the other side about how they're different from you. When you spend your time focusing on that, that can't, like your reality can't help but be that. So you're met with those oppositions. You're met with those fears. And when you focus on happy things, you're met with a happy life, period. Like not to say that bad things don't exist, but I was listening to Pam Gregory, an astrologer on YouTube this morning, and she talked about how when you're at these higher frequencies of well-being and like knowing your well-being, then it gives you this bird's eye view where it's almost like bubble wrap for your soul, where there are bad things and you can even witness them, but it doesn't come to your doorstep and land in your, your center and really upset your apple cart, like on a personal level, you're, you're somewhat detached from it affecting you personally, even though you're aware that it exists. So these high frequencies, it, it's worth leaning into. It's worth cultivating our ability to feel positive and to feel good and to feel at ease and to know well-being for ourselves to personally own some well-being that we can tap into anytime to have that habit is basically what I'm saying to like practice that habit of knowing how to feel good. That's money in the bank is my hypothesis that I'm testing out this year with this 2022, the year of inner abundance. That's my hypothesis is feeling good on the inside is as good as money in the bank. So if you listen to my last episode, you know that a week of working with that mantra, the last week of December yielded a payday of 34 years worth of Christmas money on December 31st of 2021. So already I am taking that as a gigantic confirmation from the universe that money can manifest through lots of unexpected channels and it has nothing to do with the effort factor of how much we're producing or accomplishing in a daily basis. It has everything to do with how good we feel. Abundance is an inside job. Abundance is choosing to know your well-being right now regardless of a single external circumstance. Meaning you, I mean, Jesus mastered this. Like you can be Jesus hanging on the cross and you can still know the well-being of your soul. Being horribly persecuted by the outside world. They're physically taking away your life in this vessel. And he's still 
was connected to the well-being of his soul. And that is why we remember him. And it reminds me of the quote every time. And I say this all the time, like, why were we, why, 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 why was that an experience of remembering like how strong his faith was? And why are we not questioning like humanity's need to like vilify someone to the point of killing them before we'll believe them? Like, it sounds a lot like the Salem witch trials to me where like, you know, we throw them in the lake and if they drown, then they're not a witch and we know that they're human. So if they die, <laughs> then they're, then we won't convict them. But if they live, then we know that they're witches and we're going to can burn them. Like what the, what kind of logic is that? That doesn't even make any sense to me. And I think as far as like society is concerned, maybe we'd like to think that as a whole, we've come so much farther than that. But you look around on the internet and there's still so much of that going on with like, I know one thing about you and so I hate you. There's like all this hate online. And if you think about it, like online is where the future is. Like that is the the economy. It's the marketplace. It's the the social club. It's the, I mean, it is, it, the world is moving. It's migrating online and has been for a long time. And so to say that there's so much hate online, like we are not separate from online. We are there. Like it is there. So it is present. And every single time I bump into it, it just deepens this understanding of how like the dynamics of hate, the energetic dynamics of hate. Maddie said something really interesting yesterday that I think she should make like an episode herself or like a video herself. She said like the energetic dynamics of trolling are really fascinating to her. And I had never really thought about it in those terms, but the energetic dynamics of hate, I have thought a lot about. And I think trolling and hate, like obviously go hand in hand. And it's like, very simply put, the opposite of love is indifference. The opposite of love is indifference, meaning you don't care. The opposite of love is apathy. You don't care. You don't care enough to spend one second's worth of energy on it because it's not worth it because you don't care. Hate, on the other hand, is basically the, the backside of love. Like every front has a back, every back has a front. The backside of love is hate. The backside of hate is love. They are the same freaking thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like there are there are haters online doing more to boost people's content than some of your biggest fans. Like, it's crazy how much energy haters will put towards the very thing that they hate. The energetic dynamics of hate tell you how much they really do care, how much they really are drawn to you. They love you on a deep level and it pisses them off because they don't want to. And so they hate you. 
but that means that they, they, there's love, the fascination, the pull, the allure, the, the, I don't even know how else to put it. Like there's a draw that haters feel and that draw is love. So it is like crazy powerful to think about what is it that you love? Because what I wish for people, for everyone, for myself, for literally every being on this planet is to spend your time focusing on what it is that you love. And if there are things that you bump into in this world that you hate, that you leave it alone. Just don't look at it. Just don't look at it. If you can only feel hatred towards it, I would leave it alone. I would not spend one single second on it. And here's a really fascinating story. I don't think I would say that I hated her, but there was this astrologer on YouTube um, who, when I very first found her content, she rubbed me the wrong way, like way the wrong way. And it was like a hate isn't the right word because it wasn't that strong, but it was definitely like an aggressive dislike of like aggressively, like it rose up inside of me. Like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Like it was instant. And I, it was a gut feeling about her energy and she just like, I, yeah, rubbed me the wrong way. And I do what I do where I don't give energy to things that rub me the wrong way. So I just like ignored her content and YouTube gave it to me a lot because they're like, you, you're in this space. Like, I think you would like this person. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And so I just scrolled past every single suggestion YouTube ever made. And I was intrigued enough by it though, just because like I had such a strong reaction to her. So I was like, what is that? My curiosity was piqued. So I never did tell YouTube like, Hey, stop recommending this channel, which I have done to some others that I'm like, I'm not looking at this. Stop showing me this. I don't want this. And so I'll tell YouTube, Hey, stop it. But her, there was a curiosity there. Like, why am I having such a strong reaction to her energy? And it is a fascinating story that I'm finally ready to tell, apparently, because here it comes, um, where there is absolutely a pull. There's a reason that haters hate things, that basically whatever it is that they're hating, it has something to teach them. It has something for you, for your evolution. And, you know, that's why the pull is there. Love serves a purpose to draw us down our soul's path. Like, I think it's another Macklemore lyric. I've been using a lot of those lately where he says like, love is just a tool to remind us who we are. So that, yeah, like love is just a tool to remind us who we are. And hate is just the backside of love. So if you hate something, it has something to teach you about who you really are. And typically the thing that you're pushing the hardest against is the piece of yourself that's wanting to be fulfilled, that's wanting to be expressed. You know, like you think somebody's too happy, maybe you wish you were happier. You think somebody's too excited, maybe you wish you were more excited. 
You think somebody's too smart or too good at what they do. Maybe you wish you were better. And that's ultimately what me and this other astrologer on YouTube, that's what she had to teach me was like, I humbled myself a lot in these last few weeks of deciding like, what is it that I want to create? Because ultimately what I want to create is I want, I want the momentum that she has going right now. And my dislike, the rising up of like, I actively dislike her. It, I think was very insecure on my part because I was comparing myself and my current picture with her current picture. And I think there was a good chunk of me that was jealous of her success. And as I ignored her and focused on my, the rest of my process, whatever, it's been like a couple months now of her coming into my space and me ignoring her. And then in these last week or so, I've opened up to her and more from like a more humble place of she has been building her astrological knowledge for 25 years. I've been building mine for like 18 months. So like a year and a half compared to 25. And basically like what happened at a deep level was I let myself off the hook for needing to possess the amazing amount of knowledge that she possesses. Like I am, I am jealous of her knowledge and I am humble enough to learn from her. And that has been the turning point of like a greater level of self-acceptance of where I am right now, where I am right now is not knowing as much as her. And I use her as an example because, you know, she just, she came into my space through these YouTube recommendations. So it's like the universe brought this example to me so that I could have this awakening of lean in to, dude, I'm just a student. I'm just a student of life. Like I am not a teacher. There are teachers out there who have so much more technical knowledge than I do. I am just a person who is really self-aware and talking about the things that I am learning as I am learning them. And to just let that be okay, that like, I'm not trying to fill her shoes. I am standing in my own shoes and they fit just fine. Like, I think the feeling before was like I was trying to like energetically stand in her shoes and I've, I was feeling the lack of like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't have the knowledge that she has. And I was feeling insecure and beating up on myself for that. And now the difference is I am standing in my own shoes. I feel perfectly confident doing what I'm signing up to do. And I am telling the story that I'm right now qualified to tell. And that is the story of my experience. And so that is just like so freaking exciting and has been part of these Capricorn energies that are showing us more specifically, what is it that we want to build? So like thinking about this other astrologer and there's another one who has like 45 years of experience that I'm studying her content. And now this other one, this 25 years of experience that I'm studying her content. And I am like humbling myself at both of them and looking up to them as I have so much I can learn from them 
just through the free content that they put on their YouTube channel. And that is so abundant to me <laughs> to find this just like they they both have like years, like over a decade of videos of knowledge about astrological stuff that like, yeah, it's a gigantic freaking mountain that like I'm I'm not going to be able to learn everything that they know in a year like that's just not going to happen but i can learn a lot in a year i learn really fast so i can learn a lot in a year and that's what i'm doing that that was the epiphany that came through on the morning of the capricorn new moon january 2nd i scheduled my first use youtube live streams why is that not coming out um i scheduled my first youtube live streams and the structure of these live streams are like through YouTube, it's me on video plus anybody who's watching live can chat and then everybody gets to see the chat and there, there's like this side conversation, take questions, like all of that through the chat, but it's just me on video. So it's like an interactive video experience that also, as soon as it's over, it's instantly available for replay on the channel at any time. So my format is to go onto these YouTube live streams every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time and basically have a, a small collection, three to five different astrological topics, usually the transits that are going on right now. So like the sun entering Gemini, the full moon in Cancer, the eclipse in Sagittarius, like all of these different pieces that are going on all the time, pick out three to five that are currently relevant with what's going on right now and do a YouTube live stream where I explain this, this piece, this one couple of pieces. And for that week, like, I mean, I'm already learning this stuff. That's why I think all of this came together so effortlessly was because I'm already watching these videos on YouTube. Like I'm already watching and studying like this energy just for the fun of it because I genuinely enjoy it. Um, it's part of my me time. So it's like I already have this knowledge. So then to sit down like every Friday and just recap, like here's what's going on right now for these few things and take some questions at the same time. Like, yeah, that's, that's fun. That's interactive. I love that. I kind of miss my meetup events, the interactive part of it. Like, yeah, I really did enjoy that. Um, I also know for myself that like, I can't over schedule me. I have to stay super flexible and very allowing to myself to do whatever feels right at the time. So to leave it open-ended, it's just astrology and coffee. Like I can tell you, I'm going to take breaks every 45 minutes or so to get more coffee, to use the potty. Um, yeah. And then I'll come back and I'll talk again. I think these, these could be anywhere from like an hour to like four hours. I mean, I have some staying power when it comes to talking about things that I enjoy. So especially if I'm getting questions, I think that could, it could go on for a while before I get tired of doing it. So, and that's the whole point is like, just do it while it's fun. And whenever I'm kind of done with it, like, okay, they have, that's all the energy I have for today. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye now. So that is like super exciting though, to add that tiny, tiny bit of structure to my life where I say like every Friday I'm doing this 
every Friday I'm doing this. Like at this point, all the days are basically one big blur. There's no structure. It's just whatever I feel like doing when I wake up in the morning, that's what I do. And it's, it's a little disorienting, like as a human to not have any structure to like mark the passing of time the days just blur together and you lose your sense of time, which I don't think having a sense of time is like super important, but I do think it's it's a little bit grounding to just have like a teensy bit of structure that you have to show up for in your life. So even if that is just one day a week, so that's what I'm doing. Um, with that, I also, this is from my conversation with Maddie yesterday. She was super helpful in further clarifying this Friday live stream set up where I'm basically offering a service of author offering like an astrological weather report on here are the energies that are manifesting for the next seven days. That is ultimately what I, my goal is to talk about. Um, obviously we can never discuss everything that's going on, but like the biggest ones. So spend an hour to four hours talking about the biggest things that are going on this next week. Um, so like how much of a service that really is and how like even just sticking to the collective energies is such a service and it really does complicate things. It adds to the effort level and the amount of energy it requires when I let people ask like individualized questions. So like you know, my Venus is in the fourth house, uh, like conjunct my Jupiter. And so how does that play out with this Venus retrograde? Like, you know, that is a question that I can answer. I am physically capable of answering it, but it does cost a different amount of energy for me as the user to like hold these collective energies and talk about, you know, mass consciousness and the energy that we're moving through versus to tune into one individual's energy and talk about their specific energy and the way that their energy is evolving, which again, I am capable of doing, but it's a very different process. So to allow individualized questions through these live streams, like it just really doesn't make any sense to do that. And it does make sense to set up this boundary of, you know, if you have questions about these collective energies and like, what does retrograde mean? And what are the nodes? Like, what does it mean that they're not bodies? Like they're points in the sky. What does that even mean? Like, you know, those are questions that pertain to the collective and that are general astrology, collective energy type questions. And so those are the kinds of questions that I'll be taking during these live streams. And it created this offshoot where it made sense to offer that if you do have an individual question that you are wanting to ask, that I set up a service on my website where you can book a one-on-one -on -one session with me and ask your individual question or better submit your individual question via email to me. And then during the either 15 minutes or 30 minutes that you select, that you would be able to receive my response and my reading of whatever it is that you're wanting us to specifically focus on. If you want to use some of the time to tell me your question and explain further in detail, we can, but that eats into the, the amount of time that I have to respond and offer my insight, what you're ultimately paying for, I would think. 
So that is now available on my booking site. So that is super exciting. It's also very, very, very different for, from anything that I've offered in the past, as far as like, I'm no longer trying to offer a natal chart reading via a session. Like that is impossible. Like it takes like 10 sessions to read a natal chart. So if somebody wants to do that, I am doing that also, but that package is a couple thousand dollars and it includes 10 sessions and it is a commitment that we will make to spend this time together over like six or seven months. So that's available, but also it is available where you can ask one question or two questions in either 15 or 30 minutes. And we can focus on whatever it is specifically that you're needing to focus on right now today. And so that is very different from anything that I've ever offered before and feels really aligned with these live streams where I'm going to talk about these collective energies. And so if there is one that really, really lights you up and just like really rings your bells about, holy crap, I need more about that for me specifically, that would be a great time to reach out and book one of these individual sessions to get a really specific 15 or 30 minute um, chunk of insight about your chart specifically. So all of it just feels like it goes hand in hand with this Capricorn energy and what it is that I want to create because what these these two astrologers, the 25-year and the 45-year astrologers that I'm studying, they they have built something that they've spent decades building it. And I am no longer feeling insecure that I'm at the beginning of building something that is going to take me decades to build. You know, like, what are you building? Well, I mean, technically, if you want to see the finished product, you're going to need to check back in like 60 years. Um, but if you're okay with looking at the in-progress version, you can come hang out with me right now. I'm building a space where we can all be our authentic selves. That's it in a nutshell. Um, obviously, there are so many nuances to what does that even mean? Why are we doing this? How do we do this? Practically speaking, how do we do this? There's so much meat on this bone. There is so much room for us to explore who we came forward to be. And every stage along the way is always helping to facilitate us realizing who did we come forward to be. All of these different seasons, like right now we're talking about Capricorn because that's what's going on. But honestly, like we have bursts of energy in Pisces and Gemini and all of the, all of the Zodiac wheel, like every single one of them takes their turn. Every single one of them plays their part. And right now it's Capricorn's turn to help us build a structure of realistic commitments that we believe we can make this year that we want to commit to this. We want to show up for it because it matters to us and it's important based on who we truly are, based on who we have now come to understand of who we are. What is it that you want to build? What do you want to show up to? Assuming that the finished product is decades away. You got to start somewhere. 
right? Like having that big picture vision of ultimately speaking, like 20, 30, 40 years from now, what is it that you want to have created? Work your way backwards. Like, what is it that you need? You know, if you want a successful YouTube channel, then you probably need a YouTube channel and you need to put some videos on it. Have you done that yet? I mean, like that's, that's where I am is like, I want this momentum and I wasn't putting myself out there. I was like waiting for the people to come to me. And when they came and when they said like, yeah, we want to hear from you, then I would speak. And I realized over this last year, it is, it does not work like that. If you want momentum, you have to start the momentum yourself. And the more you invest in that momentum, the more cooperative components will show up in your world to add to it with you. But you're the one that starts it. And this Capricorn season, this new moon energy, this Venus retrograde energy that's all pointing us back towards like, what is it that you want to start? What is it that you want to build? You know, where were you this this time, time 12 months ago? And using how big of a leap that was and really appreciating how big of a leap you were able to make in 12 months, where do you hope you are 12 months from now, this time in 2023? You know, like it's a really great time to get clear on where you're headed and what you're about, how you want to show up in the world. And you don't have to, I mean, Capricorn is a visionary energy. You don't have to know every single detail. That's Virgo. We're not in Virgo season. We're in Capricorn season where we're visualizing the finished product so that we can figure out a game plan to work our way backwards to like, where do we even start? So not knowing all the details isn't a big deal. That's okay. That's what time is for. Time is for filling in the details. This season is about having a picture in your head about where do you even want to go? So I'll just leave us right there for this moment that feels so good <laughs> because here we are getting to chart out a brand new course for ourselves and that is truly exciting so while you are doing that take such rich good care of yourself your precious self and so will I <laughs>